0: And welcome (laughs) to the Lovey's (laughs) Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Dease, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've We've never been in one. one. Still hasn't changed, you guys. (laughs) Let's get into it. Hi. Hello. What is... (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah is really obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with that, with the Chelsea. I like the audio. I like the Chelsea well, trend. Well, you know what? This is going to be an interesting episode because we are coming off of Vegas. We are back from Vegas. We're back from Vegas. We did not snag an Epi in Vegas. A what? An Epi episode. An EpiPen. Oh. Which is an unfortunate oh. circumstance. Yeah, yeah. But we're not advanced enough to do that yet. We're not we don't enough. have travel mics. <laughs> we're saving that for when we tour the world for the touring years Mm. yeah those podcast tours i think they're such a waste of time my (laughs) love i feel bad for everyone that does them i know my lungs are still recovering like yesterday i was coughing up literally a lung oh like it was mucusy it started to get mucusy yeah so something they don't so let's just do a quick little rundown of a little it's like it's gross. Gross. People <laughs> very nice, interestingly enough, to us. The people were pleasant. Like, like I've never seen people so receptive to me to us yeah people. like to a group to a group like i mean i've been in new york new york people are so nice to me like i get great feedback from people in new york yeah someone gave me their hot pocket once on the subway not like a, a hot pocket like the like the hand warmer yeah the hand warmer <laughs> not pocket. a literal hot pocket <laughs> on, on new the year's subway. on new year's day 5 a.m going to long island railroad in the metro yeah you know if you know you know well if you know you know definitely if anybody's on the train at that hour, they're not doing great someone gave me a like i mean that's just one that's one thing that sticks out to me but they always interact with me always love me and vegas was a lot of protection it was a lot of protection and like a lot of free invites a lot of free invites many bachelor and bachelorette parties we were invited to and they weren't creepy or weird they actually weren't it was really nice and i made a friend chewy we shared the moment. You shared the moment. <laughs> no. I disclaimer, never met Chewie. Never met Chewie. I don't even think I think it's one of their dads. To be honest. I, I <laughs> think it's like his father. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just fun bingo yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Love Chewy. Chewy. Chewy and I shared and Brody. for Miss the first you. time together, and it was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. But, yeah, it was really fun and really amazing in that regard, but everything else, it's like a whole ashtray. Literally, it's like you're in an ashtray. Like, it's like you're in a hot box, and you are the ashtray. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where is it all going to go? That's right. Your lungs. It was That's in, where it's going to go. It was go. intense, and it like, was like the worst. I get everybody is smoking weed, but I'm like, aren't you rolling a pill like Molly or Ecstasy or Acid or something? No, it, it definitely feels worse. Like, like, please just lay the off the this. weed, sir. Like, stick to your pills and Like, it's and you like this. Like, <laughs> I don't know how people do that. Like, people do that shit every day. Like, I do not understand how their lungs are, like, operable. I don't know. I don't even know how these people function. Like, I barely, like, we drank consistently every day, yeah. which was really, like, and I thought it, it was going to hit me. It hit me in the afternoon. I would say the afternoon. I'd say the afternoons were, afternoons were the biggest, but cause yeah. it's probably because it was like so hot and everything. Yeah. But like, yeah, like we did day drinking all day, and by the afternoon, I like sucker punched. But at night, I'm not vomiting. It's odd. Well, know, yeah, yeah. well yeah well because i don't know we weren't like b- drunk the entire time no we weren't we, I think it, was, it was like was a like, little like, buzz because like it it's like yeah buzz. we drank all day it's like so. yeah we had two drinks over the span of four hours in the morning but we're like day i would say drinking and it's like 80 percent juice i know because like when yeah and beer that doesn't count that doesn't count and you then you're have eating i think it was the heat because i remember that it's one definitely there. the heat yeah, it was like But we would intense. nap and it'd be like, okay. I know because at <laughs> night we weren't drinking because you yeah. have to walk everywhere in Vegas. I'm not walking. My outfit costs a thousand bajillion dollars. I'm not walking yeah. everywhere smelling like... Marijuana. Weed. I'm not even smoking. Like <laughs> I know, <laughs> ruin my clothes. It's it's bizarre. But, but I mean, my best outfits were Vegas outfits. Absolutely. Yeah, every outfit was a banger. But anyways, it was really interesting because we stayed at the Trump Tower. Yeah. Holla at your boy. Holla at Trump. At DJT, love you. DJ and Tanner. It, it was like a beautiful, beautiful experience because, now maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. But I am assuming that everyone that stays at the Trump Tower is like pro-Trump. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't dumb. think that's incorrect <laughs> because it's like you walk in because it's like if Fox if News. like Gavin Newsom owns winery, I'm not going there because yeah. I don't like him. Yeah, so I'm thinking it, the same rules apply. I'm, yeah, so uh, so I'm assuming everyone there, you know. Loves Trump. And because of that, everyone is super nice. It was like, you go there and it's like, this is like how America should, be, should be and how it was for Like, it's years. just so fun. Like, everyone's just so pleasant, like, just happy. They're happy, pleasant, nice. And it's like... I don't see color because I think it's just awful. Like yeah. people are like only black, like nobody. Like you are a human and you have character. Yeah. But for those that are racist, <laughs> there are a lot of black people. It was there. actually <laughs> it, it was very diverse. It was extremely diverse. It was a hotel. Like we got into <laughs> a, a we got into a political discussion with this older Mexican man, and he was lovely too. Yeah, and he, we still, he was he we was talked nice to somebody about they were in a band. It was so cool. The it was whole just like, was really it was cool. just buzzing with like, people who want to talk to each other. Like it was, it's like, it's not like you walk it. it's like, whitewashed And everyone, I can because like when you just go there, it's like it's so politically charged and it's so awful outside. Like when you go there, you're like, I won't have any of this in here. Yeah. like, like I won't. This is a safe place. <laughs> yeah, like no one is going to judge like, me. Like if we get no into it, it, we're say, going to agree. Yeah, and it's like no one's going to call me out because then even if we don't, it, uh, if we don't agree, you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to say, well, you're black or you're white or you're Asian or you're Christian yeah, like, or you're Catholic or you're like all these categories. That they're they just put like on out us, there. Like you know it's not going to happen. So it's like you walk in the doors doesn't matter who you are what you are your orientation doesn't matter okay it does not matter you go in and everyone's super fucking pleasant and it was an amazing time it was a great time and everyone was so chatty in that elevator and that elevator was so efficient it was (laughs) man terrifying I know it would it terrified me it terrified everyone on the way up oh my lord I know (laughs) like that first ride is like the worst I know but no it was so fun and you just felt like it was really safe and everyone that worked there was so nice and it was just like it was so nice. That, it, was, it was like a great I would time. say like if you want to do Vegas and you want to have a safe, do it in, what way, Emily? What was have the, the responsible way? It's like if you stay at the Trump Tower, you're being responsible. Like there are no like no smoking, there's no gambling. it's no smoking. And I when he said that, I was like, oh, I don't think that really much matters. Oh, it matters, it matters because it's a smoking lot everywhere, everywhere in Vegas. It's insane. I, yeah, and he's like, and there's no casino, and I'm like, okay, I'm like. I don't think it much matters, you know. Like, oh, but it matters. It's like because you don't have a bunch of like riffraff in your hotel. Yeah, all at all all hours, hours and it's like you don't really think about it because you're in Vegas. But that's not my style. Like, like where do you check in in these hotels? Yeah, that's my question. Well, because they have towers. Yeah, see, I don't think I could do that. It's just like, it's like a university And then it's like when you go to the pool, because in order to get in the Trump Tower, you have to scan your card, and obviously the other places, they don't do that. Because like I think and that's like that's what I thought would be the fun part of Vegas is the community of it. Yeah. But I'm realised I realized i did not like that too much. No, you didn't like it at all. I on the other hand love the colours and flashing lights. Yeah. Like a moth to a flame with yeah. those bad because, boys. Because like you could go to any pool and not stay. Like I could go to the Venetian and I'm not the yeah, Venetian. Not, yeah. But nobody but no, can I, go to the I, Trump pool. Yeah, nobody can just go to the there. Trump pool. You yeah. have to have a room there. So I thought that was like a nice touch. No, it was nice. I like it. Like, the if you want to do it that way, I think that's a good option. If you want to do it the other way, like, you have a lot of other options. Yeah. No, so. definitely Trump Pool was like fantastic. Yeah, this is like kind of right. empty. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're like bathing with strangers. It doesn't look like one of those wave pools. Like, I know it was so. At a it, water park. I know it wasn't like a wave pool. It wasn't gross. You didn't have like those, you know, like parties where they're like bottle service and yeah, like. Boom, boom. Yeah, and like weird things. And yeah, it's yeah, like, okay. It was just nice. <laughs> they're playing like bulletproof. They played all of those like all my iPod songs, all my old iPod songs. They had you know, um, third eye blind. Let me just threw an apple into the canyon. Look at her. <laughs> Look at what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh my god, those are oranges." Why is she throwing oranges? She's she's um she's, fertilizing. She's, earth. I was gonna say she's trying to grow trees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> this is an MMA thing, bro. We live in a canyon. For those that don't know, and for she those just that don't, and she like threw it, like it could don't... argue three stories down. Like she like three, threw, sto- yeah, a three fucking stories, yeah, three stories down. That's hilarious. Well, it, it fertilizes the earth. It's compostable. No, I know. I mean, it's not bad for the earth. It's not like. Bad or anything, well, she just fed. Um, it's just fun. Fe- she like sw- she, I know. she was prepping the swing. She was. <laughs> and she prepped it. What's that called? Windmilling. Fat. Yeah, she was windmilling <laughs> it. Yeah, and then she just threw backwards. <laughs> she fed the deer. We have a lot of deer. There are here. actually deer here these I days. I see a doe. So. Ha <laughs> <laughs> In your face, climate changers. I know. Yeah, yeah. We have deer. No, quite. yeah. What is it? The eco people. Yeah, we have houses and deer live among us in the canyons believe it or not <laughs> and they're not recent like they've been here for like decades like decades so Anyways. it's not like it's like well they're leaving their homes like this is their home we live in a canyon refer to point a <laughs> <laughs> okay point b wow what an intro that was are you intro. dancing that around was... dancing around the topic yeah so when we were in vegas something happened and Yikes. yeah and you know what and i've been crying Every day. Every day. Which is sex. actually not a drama. <laughs> it's not a drama. And I'm not crying. I'm weeping throughout my day. So if like I'm at work and someone says, Can you do this recon? I just cry. Yeah. But not because of the recon. Yeah. Which no. is an unfortunate thing. The recon gives me now relief, which is sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so boring. We're just like so boring. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so I like Vegas was a lot of fun and it was kind of interesting, but it was also like kind of interesting to observe how everybody behaves and acts. And I would say for the most part, a lot of people were really nice and were really protective and really thoughtful of us. Yeah. And like even the bachelor parties, like none of them tried to hit on us. Like, no, like it, was, it literally wasn't weird at all. It wasn't weird at like, all. It was and so like, protective. And you have feeling. all the bros, and they're like, "This is our man that's getting hitched," and like everyone's just like really nice and very respectful. It was just nice and like good advice and stuff. Like yeah, good at giving advice so. yeah and it was interesting because it's like I have been kind of melancholy when it comes to love and I've been hopeful as well but now I'm discouraged and like I think that this I'm hoping that this episode the point of this episode is to give you encouragement for when your heart is discouraged in love oh that's a big piece you can't give what you to the public, what you can't give I to know, yourself. I know, I can't give that to myself, so that's why you're going to give it to us. That's me. why <laughs> I'm going to give it to us. Hmm. You know what? what? You know what? Because let me bring scripture into it. Yeah, let's talk okay. scripture. Okay. All right, so I actually have this little scripture. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Because I, we were talking about the Song of Solomon recently, and that's like the little love book. Like, oh, sweet wife and oh, dear husband. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And so I read it, and I was like not super vibing with it. I, like, that's mean did to say. You it's read... not like I disagree when with it. When did you read this book? I read this, like, I don't know, last year. Okay. I read this, like, before. Like, like, probably three months before the Anchored series. Mm, okay. Because Isaiah's after, and I read the entirety of Isaiah, that took, like, a long time. Yeah. So, um, so I read this in, like, two days, because mm-hmm. it's not that long. And I only highlighted, technically, it's technically, like, one verse. But it's said three times throughout the entire thing. Really? Yeah. And so I was like, this must be important if she keeps saying it. And so it's like the woman is saying it. Oh my. And it says, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or the does of the field that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. And so like it literally keeps saying like, do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Mm. does that have any impact on you by any chance yeah it does okay yeah because I read that and I was like oh like this is fantastic because like there was definitely a point in time where it's like I've had nothing going on for many years and then it's like you just kind of like see something I know you don't have this experience but I like will see something and it's just like oh like I guess I like him I'm on my next one now yeah where it's like I guess I like him Are you talking about Loverboy? I can't name names. No, I'm not talking about Loverboy. I don't actually want to entertain the idea of Loverboy. Okay, I get it. And so, um, and so it's like, I remember I was in Australia and I had a crush on this guy, and I was like, like, oh my gosh, like, do I actually like him, or am I, like, lonely? Like, am I just truly lonely, and he's just, like, pleasant, you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I'm like, that's such a big thing, where I'm like, oh, like, that's, like, a dangerous game, because it's like, do I just want to do it, like, just to be like, yeah, like, this, maybe this is it for me, like, maybe this is me, like, and then it's like, if I don't date it, like, am, is that me not meeting God halfway, and, like, that whole thing? But I think this is really good, because it's, like, Like, because they're so, like, in love with each other in this book. Yeah. And she, like, takes the time. She's like, oh, like, daughters of Israel. Like, like, do not, like, rise until love, like, awakens. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, when it's love, like, it's love and you'll know it. Yeah. And it's, like, you shouldn't squander your efforts and, like, waste your time if it's, like, really not going to be like, the real thing, and then it's, like, like it will awaken at some point. Yeah. Like, it's sleeping, it's not dead, you know? Yeah, that's a really good word. I really like that, because, you know, because I'm thinking... So, College Boy reached out to me while we were in Vegas, and a lot of nonsense ensued, because that's all he ever is, is just frickin' nonsense. Yeah. And, you know, like, hearing that, it's encouraging, because, like, I feel so much for this person... And it's weird because I have all of these feelings and I'm like, okay, if the Lord gave me all these feelings because I've been in love before and like I've met many men in my life, like many, many men. And it always ends. They always leave. They never respond. They don't give me answers. And I wouldn't say I'm that intense. I'm not obsessive. I'm not a psycho to them. Maybe on my own time No, but yeah. But they they don't see it. (laughs) If they tell me, like, I don't want to talk to you, I'm not the person that, like, blows up their phone and calls them and leaves voicemails and, like, stalks them and likes their pictures. And I'm really not a person that's belligerent. Like, I will just take that with me on my journey. Yeah. But... Normally, they will leave me with something, and, like, they always say, like, oh, well, you need to travel the world, or you need to find yourself, or you need to get out of your comfort zone, you need to do more things, you need to explore more things, like, you're not ready yet, you know, because the Lord has honored me in making sure that I, like, leave every man knowing what happened, or, like, a lesson or something, and I'm very grateful for that, and that I can learn and listen, even though it hurts sometimes, but it's, like, to hear that what's the ending... Like, I adjure you, O Daughters of Jerusalem, that you not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Yeah, because then, like, that's really, like... Because if you're forcing it, it's not really love. Yeah, and I think that we learned this really early on in life, though. Like, the Lord will give you that. And I think why I'm being discouraged, I don't know if others are feeling that, but when you feel, like, so much love for somebody and it's just not reciprocated in the way that you believe it should be or it's not responded to, like, you know, his college boy says that he likes me. Yeah. But his actions show that he likes like, not maybe, much maybe yeah. not much actual interest. Maybe he likes one thing about me you know or something and it's like I stand up for myself and I like put boundaries and I tell him no or I like think this and then what's the what's the natural response of men today oh well you know you're just not confident enough or you're really insecure and it's like wow that's really amazing because I didn't know that my security is found in giving my body to you yeah and that's really kind of like
1: how, kind of where it is it's now. like
0: it's where it's going with men today because it's like what do they say like you're just insecure like let me help you wow you know what? it's so like, interesting you. I love that because you have to be the one I, who makes me yeah secure. I didn't know that getting naked for a person would make me more confident in myself like, that, <laughs> yeah. that really changes everything yeah like wow so if I just have sex with you and do the most intimate thing two people can do on this earth then maybe I can walk around feeling like I'm somebody yeah wow. feeling important. and then you never talk to me again after that or even remember yet my I'm name and yeah, I'm like well I'm desirable because he wanted to be intimate and then never talked to me again yeah like Like, I have got it going on girl yeah and then it's like it's like (laughs) what is that mentality yeah and like I think that's why like it hurts so much because I would never do that to a person and I never see people like that and it's like I know men are hardwired differently but it's so sad to come so close to it and like we have real conversations and we do like know things about each other and like We have that relationship and stuff of that nature. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, like, what overrides a man more? his desires or like who you are and it's like it just seems like it's always his desires because even the men that tell me like you need to go and explore the world or you need to do this or you need to do that like their desire is to not have a responsible relationship yeah and so by getting rid of me they can then do whatever they want and not be held responsible or accountable for their misgivings for their bad decisions for how they treat women and it's like then Like, men just don't feel bad at all for what they do. And then women now have to make up the difference. Yeah. That's what I think is so upsetting. So, like, that verse I think is very encouraging because when love does reveal itself and make itself known, then it really is something so beautiful. But it's hard to remember that it's going to make itself known when today, according to the men that we date, making itself known <clears throat> is by just having sex right away. Yeah, and then the ones that want to wait are like freaking weird for some reason. Like, why do they yeah. have to be yeah, weird? Like, I don't know. Or they idolize it in a different way. Yeah, it's 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 just <laughs> this <things. laughs> is one of those weird things. It is one of those. Weird and it's things. like <laughs> that says, <sounds nice. clears throat> Emily, this is you right here. I was looking to see if maybe I missed it. Says in verse five eight, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, that you tell him I am sick with love. Oh wow. wow. Well that's very appropriate that's very appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well I'm <laughs> <No. laughs> just kidding. I just made I'm just a point. kidding. No, but yeah, and then it's like I think people out there are torturing themselves. Because then I also think about the Eric Metaxas book where he said like she... And okay, so yeah, he, yeah, author. like she pursued him, and he was just like, I guess. No, so Eric Metaxas is an author, and he wrote a book called Fish Out of Water. And in the book, he's talking about a relationship he was in with this woman, and she had approached him and said, I don't think we should have sex anymore. And then he turned to her and was like, he described uh, well, it as was if also she. Well, after she had an abortion. Well, yeah, of course, but I mean, whatever. It's so important anyways, that we say that, though. It to so, so with, that. Yeah like normalized women Well, I mean like I would abortions. hope that we would get there before the abortion. <laughs> well, you would hope, but humans aren't so easy. <laughs> that's true. So she had an abortion and she had said that I don't think we should have sex anymore. I guess that is pertinent to the conversation. So <clears throat> um and so he had described it as if and I know we've talked about this before, but it's just something that sticks with me. Yeah. It's important. He described it as if she threw boiling hot water on him. Like yeah. that's how shocked he was. And then he just like looks at her and was like like what? Like oh my gosh! Like how could you say that? Like yeah. no. And then she became really cagey and was like, "Okay, yeah, no, never mind. Like I didn't mean that." Because and he was like, "She thought like she was going to lose me." Yeah. And he's like, "How many other girls have?" Came he's up like, to- "How many women have been silent because of like men like me just expecting that from them?" Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's like. It's just that is so powerful. Like it's very, that is it was so very powerful thing to It's impactful. and I thought like out of the whole book that's the thing that has just sat, sat with, with me, me the, most. the most. Absolutely. Like it was. anything I've ever read because I think it is so true and it hits to the heart of every woman out there. You yeah. know, and it's like I know men are wired differently, but why are we allowing them to get off on their most animalistic faceless yeah all the time and then we're we're covering it and we're just like being like humorous about it you know what i mean because like it could also go back to the whole like sexting thing where it's like oh yeah like a guy's like taking it seriously like he's alone in doing it and then the girl's like "He -he he like what do i say next yeah and it's like but still it's like he still takes you like as a joke a little bit i mean the whole thing is like a joke and i think that's what's like So I'm saying because you can also share these moments with people. Like say you're married or something too. See, that's another thing because there's this guy. He was part of this ministry that came to the church. And like he was going through a really difficult place in his life during 2020. And like he's like a good Christian man. and he has like his things but he was even like prepared to leave his wife and kids yeah he was you know and it's just it's so crazy because you just like don't ever know and I think that's another thing too is like you just don't ever know what's going to tip off a man you literally this is very like from a female perspective because I mean women are freaking crazy and I feel like you can kind of see it coming (laughs) like women being yeah you can There are... Like, I feel like I I can't see when I die. I said said this the other day. Oh, I I said this when I was meeting up with with my friend. Yeah. I was was like... It's like, it's moments like this. I was talking about communism. And I was like... I was like, I used to watch Evil Lives Here all the time. Like, Investigation Discovery. And I was like, every episode starts. And it's like, they didn't know that they would eventually end up doing this. But there were always signs. Yeah. And then, like, it all fades away. Except for the word, signs. I think about that... All the time. Like, signs. Signs. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are signs there for are women. There are signs. Like, get this. It's like, women are complicated. Believe it or not, you can tell when they're upset. Maybe, maybe that's not. the first. In- they won't tell you why, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But you know they're mad. You know they're mad. And then what do you do? Go to textbook basic girl shit. It's <laughs> really not that hard to please a woman. It's not. And then like and man. then, And then it's also not that hard to please a man. I know. And yet we refuse to do it. We refuse to just do it. And I think especially with College Boy and this specific experience that I'm having, he knows what's right. Yeah. He refuses to do what's right. And how many women out there are struggling with men that they really like, that they would really prefer to be with, but then they settle for like... Someone that's a little bit more vanilla because at least they're consistent. Yeah, it's just like it's the most confusing thing. It's like so is life, just filled with a bunch of people who are dating together with other people that they don't really care that much about because at least it's safer. Because then if something does happen, you're like, well, like we kind of see, like I get it, you yeah. know, and then it doesn't hurt as much when you lose someone or it's like I like I don't I don't understand and it's not like. Just a men or women thing. It's like a. It's like a. It's definitely. The board it's, thing. it's an across the board. Like for everybody sure. is just getting together with people that are so mediocre, and then they have mediocre lives. It's like that song where just your average, ordinary, everyday is with their average. That song. What song? It's like. That's honor, it's like, we're just your average, ordinary, everyday guys married to our average, ordinary, everyday wives. And we... I've never <laughs> heard that. Yeah, that's and funny. they, like, it's all about living in suburbia and just being average or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. And then it's like, I know Carrie and Big, a la Sex in the City, maybe didn't have, like, the most healthiest of relationships. But, like, they loved each other. Yeah. And they ended up together. And it's, like, it was a struggle the whole time because he was dumb. Yeah. Why was he dumb? Like, why wouldn't you just be a good <laughs> Like, why person? can't you ju- and it's, like, she said, like, why can you not, like, like plan me in your life in any real way? Like, what about me is not, like – Yeah, there for you. Yeah. And it's, like, I feel like it's a lot of that going on and then a lot of, like, bullshit relationships happening. Yeah, Totally. So I don't know what the answer to that is, but I think it's annoying. And then you see the lucky ones that figured it out, and they're so few and far in between, and everybody's like, oh, I wish I could do that. You could do that. It's like you could, but for whatever reason, you know why? You know what? Maybe that's like a divisive tool. What? Used by the enemy. We're talking about the devil, Yeah, right? you know, I think it is. Because it's like... Because when you know something Because you know why when it comes to things like that. Like, the enemy wants to keep you as weak as he can. Yeah. And it's, like, if you're really, like, could be with the love of your life, like, he will spook you out. Because it's, like, so good. Yeah. And it's so strong. And, like, he really doesn't want people to be confident in that. That's you know what, what I, I mean? That's like, it takes what think. a very strong person to be that way. I think so, too. You I think it I mean? takes a very strong and secure person because you're... Like, because if I give my heart to someone, like like that guy like a very vanilla person like a person that yeah. i know won't really do much he's not that much smarter than me you're not can, gonna make as I'm much of gonna, a change i'm not gonna make much of a change and i'm not gonna be that scared if he does disappoint me but if i give my heart to someone that i really truly care a lot about that i like if like i surrender so much higher they're so much higher and it's so much more painful and i think it is totally because you know what we're not thinking well this is going to go great and we're going to be together forever we're thinking when this person hurts me because everyone else has hurt me yeah. and like I don't want to be hurt by them. Yeah. So if I just prevent it now and I stop it and we kind of hurt each other a little before it begins, at least it's not going to be as painful as it could have been later. Yeah. But it's like, why are we thinking that way? If you're with the person that you're supposed to be with and it's amazing, then you're never going to hurt each other. Yeah. I mean, you'll disappoint one another, but like you'll work through it. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like, it's like, even if you're with like the most amazing person for you, like you're going to have fights and everything. Yeah. You don't have to take it so seriously. Yeah. But it's like, oh, well, if I have a fight with someone that's kind of mediocre like i just i'm not gonna take it too personally but if it's someone that i really like then it's like oh my gosh like do i have to change like, everything about myself now yeah i think it's a, i think it's a divisive tool on it like i really like how you said that and worded it because that's like exactly what i think thank you because like it's just it's so true because what what's the one thing that preceded the garden of eden love love So what is is the devil going to do after the hardest? Yeah. Absolutely, it's going to be love. And then it's like, because it's true. Like, I mean, like those couples are few and far between, (laughs) like you said. But it's like, how impactful are they on the people around them? Absolutely. And like, how inspiring and stuff. And like, you're just like, when you're in love, you're just more agreeable all around. You are. Like, you truly become the like, the best versions of yourselves that you can, like, get. Like, as good as you could possibly get. Yes. And then it's, like, and then you always want to work to always be that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's not a burden. And then it it trickles down, because when you love one person, it trickles down to the people. Like, everything has a ripple effect. Like, your mood always affects, like, the... three first immediate people around you. Yes. And then their moods affect other people. It's like a yeah. whole thing. It's like that Sabrina show. It is. Where it she is. had a bad day and she had to tear up the whole school because the whole school had a bad day because she had a bad day. Yeah. And it, it is exactly like that. Yeah. And it's like because and that just shows God's love for us. And how strong it is. And how strong it is. And like when our hearts align with the Lord's heart, then like his will and our will are in line. Yeah. And then we can open ourselves up to the opportunity and And the freedom to find. To like achieve. The right person for us. Pursue his will. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like, I feel like when I look around, I see a lot of women doing that, but like the men aren't catching up and it's leaving a lot of us heartbroken and, you know, upset and discouraged. Yeah. But I think reminding ourselves of that verse, like love will rise up when it's like, time yeah don't don't stir up or awaken love until it pleases then like really that is the mantra that is the mantra and don't give yourself away to people hold fast to what you believe in like yeah like you're like yeah saying like not you or even like him really not one person has the power to like awaken love like love will like Work when it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it absolutely will. It will. And it's like even if the devil is there. I think that if but it's love to be. But love is so strong. Love is so strong. Like, that's why everything in this world is always about like hate. Like mm. do you hate the planet? Like uh, do you hate your brother? You know what yeah. I mean? Like stuff like that. Like everything is always in terms of hate or love. Absolutely. And so it's like that's why love is the strongest. Yeah. And it's like I think it's scary. Like I think being in a relationship Like doing all of this like i just think about our first episode where we were like i think it's so easy and it's like the most difficult thing because you have to put your trust in another person completely this is called character growth it this is a called year look at that made we made we made some difference but it is we can't change opinions, oh, we can't change opinions. <laughs> but and and it's like to do that with somebody that you really truly deeply care about that has the ability to shatter your heart it's like I think if you don't have God, like I have God and I'm terrified. If you don't have God, I can imagine that is debilitating. It's like literally debilitating. Like you can't even function. You can't do anything. And it's like and it's like you just you ignore it and you just like because ignoring it is easier than dealing with it because if you have to deal with it, you like literally don't know what you're gonna do. Because you can't. You're not yeah. strong enough. And that doesn't mean that they don't like you. But I think that yeah, I think that this the strength of man is only so much. And it will always disappoint you, and then you'll just end up with the mediocre people of the world, yeah. and you're robbing them of finding someone amazing too. Yeah, like you're both imprisoning yourselves. Yeah. So. Wow, that was really good. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's all I have to say about this. All right, then it's a shorter episode today, but it was really actually good. It Very was educational. Good. I, I know it has to be a shorter episode. My heart is wounded. I know. And you know what I'm realizing doing these little things. Like, I love talking about relationships, but damn, when you're going through it, it's like, it's a war zone. I am fighting for my life in the battle of love. Like, and there's <laughs> going on 30 when she's like, love is the battlefield. I'm like, that's a really cute, like, little... No, like, and I'm like no up. I'm like out here fighting for my life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to make it we're trying to figure anything out yeah you know like I am just like I am sidelined I the man that I adore he's bombing me while putting bombs under my feet as if the explode like I like my my Gun vest doesn't protect me know, against bombs. you're bulletproof. My bullet. <laughs> <laughs> not bombproof. I'm like so, it's like hard out here. And you still have to come on here and talk about relationships. It's like, that's the last thing I want to talk about. I know. I'm not good at them. No one loves me. I'm ugly. But that verse was very encouraging and it gave me a lot of yeah. fuel to go through this holiday weekend. Because it just so happens to also be a holiday weekend. I know, <laughs> <so sad. laughs> But yeah, okay. So for any Bible people out there. The verse is Song of Solomon 2, 7, chapter 3, verse 5, and chapter 8, verse 4. Wow. it's like throughout it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's really interesting. That's cool that you noticed that. Yeah. Theologian. Allison's the theologian. I am the theologian. I took all those Bible classes and I... Took nothing from it, which makes me sad. (laughs) Well, I like you know what I have to say. I learned actually the most in high school. I didn't learn much. No. Yeah. From the um. APU. No. No. Yeah, I know. I didn't. didn't CLFM was the most memorable one because it was the most like, like, very, like, politically charged one. Yeah, which is so interesting. So it's like very interesting, but it's like I don't know. You just talk about like they talk about subjects. I just find them like naturally very interesting, like the Tower of Babel. Yeah. I know yeah. it's true. The Bible's interesting. It's a nugget of gold, as our pastor says. And he's absolutely correct. Yeah. There's a man in our church who is a Jew, I think, he was Jewish. Mm-hmm. And he read the Bible in six weeks, the whole Bible. And then he accepted God. He stole, well, it because up. his wife stole a Bible from the church. Yeah. And if you don't steal it. And, you and can he take read it. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in six weeks. And we're out here crying because it's going to take two years. He read it in six weeks. It's because it's like Like, this Bible cracks me up sometimes. I know. The Bible is funny. Like, it's, like, bold.
1: It's Like, bold. it's like a
0: lot of us, like, putting it, like, here then, O House of David, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? <laughs> <laughs> like, God, like, savages. like savages. I know. <laughs> it's hilarious. I know. Or the snakes. Was like I will give you so much quail, so much Come out of your nose. No, that was so funny. Did you catch that in the like in the anchored readings in in Acts? They referenced that. Oh, did they? They literally did. I wrote it. I wrote like where it was. I don't know if it was Acts. Maybe it was somewhere else. But um, no, like straight up, like I literally wrote it down somewhere because I was like that's like hilarious. No, you know what? It was in Psalms. Bet. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. He was like, yeah, he caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and by his power he led out the south wind. He rained meat on them like dust. Yeah. Winged birds like the sands of the sea. He let them fall in the midst of their camp all around their dwellings. And they ate and were well-filled, for he gave them what they craved, but before they had satisfied their craving while the food was still in their mouths, the anger of God rose against them. He killed the strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. In spite of all this, they still sinned. <laughs> 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 despite his wonders, they did not believe. <laughs> but humans are so stubborn. I know, and that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we Well, stubborn. there's your little fun Bible, Bible jokes. I know, today. our little Bible study at the end. Okay, okay. well, we love we you. We love you, lovey-dubbies. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you're having a good week. Hope you had a good Fourth of July last week. Absolutely. Talk to you later. Yeah, talk to you later. See you later, babes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.